Joining me on the line right now is the Federal Member for Solomon, Luke Gosling. Good morning to you, Luke. G'day, Katie. It sounds great out there. Mate, this is the place to be. Where are you going to be enjoying Melbourne Cup today? Oh, I've got... um, I've had Albo, as you know, and uh, Richard Miles uh, in town. So uh, we've had a great um, couple of visits this morning, but Albo's um, heading off. I'm going to take Richard Miles down to the Turf Club to to watch a race down there and put put a bet on. Oh, good stuff. And I tell you what, how um, I mean, obviously we're all feeling for Victorians at this point in time. It's a it's a tough time that they're going through. But how exciting is it for us here in the Northern Territory that we've got things like the crocodile races, the horse races, the frog races, you name it. We're racing it in the territory today, and we're able to get out and about and enjoy, um, you know, enjoy the Cup Day, however you choose. But it's looking as though we're going to have bigger crowds than what they are at Flemington. <laughs> Yeah, and that's been, it is fantastic, and um, and that's why I suppose we're taking a, a little break out of our program uh, to pop down there to the Turf Club and say good day to people. Uh, but the Northern Territory um, lifted its uh, ban on people from uh, regional Victoria um, coming into the Northern Territory, and five hours later, Richard Miles landed in Darwin. So he didn't he didn't waste mm. any time. Uh, he's come straight up, and uh, it is brilliant. And you know, everyone takes it seriously, and we want to maintain uh, what we've got. So uh, yeah, everyone's going to have a great time, and good luck to everyone putting a bet on. But um, I, I haven't got a tip for you, but I was interested to hear, Katie, that there was a, a horse in the cup with a, a territory uh, connection. So I'll put a bit each way on there. Well, that's what I was thinking as well, Luke, and uh, and Maddie Hepworth had told us that. I trust Maddie Hepworth. I'm sure he got it right that there is a territory connection there to that horse. No, and, we'll uh, claim it anyway, not, Katie. That's what I was thinking. Well, only if it wins, Luke. Only if it wins, mate. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, now, Luke, obviously you have had the, uh, the your federal counterparts here over the last couple of days and you are going to continue to have them over the next couple of days. Mate, tourism has been on the agenda, hasn't it? Yeah, very much so. And speaking of Crocs, uh, thanks to Professor Graham Webb and the fantastic team, uh, Shannon, who showed us around there, and we had a boat tour out at Crocodilus. Uh, and that's a fantastic example of uh, part of our tourism offering here. And uh, let's just hope that more and more the word's going to get out that the Territory's uh, the place to be, even when it's a bit warm. Um, but, yeah, we certainly have heard the message loud and clear from the tourism sector yeah, it's just taking much too long for the uh, for the federal government's investment that they keep talking about for Kakadu uh, to actually get onto the ground. I mean, what are we waiting for? It's it's a bit of a jewel in um, in the tourism top end crown. Um, so yeah, we're just uh, we'll obviously back in Canberra next week. Continue to apply some pressure to make mm-hmm. sure that that infrastructure funding that's been promised for Kakadu and for roads uh, actually happens, so we can open up some of it, some more of our amazing places to the Australian public and in time um, to the world again once COVID uh, is under control. And Luke, I understand this morning as well that uh, that you've also been out at a press conference talking about childcare? Yeah, that's right, Katie. It's, um, we went out to Casarina and uh, thanks to Alice and her team there at Casarina Family uh, Childcare. Childcare is massively important. It's, um, it, it enables families to do the work they need to support themselves, 
whilst the kids in those very important years while the brain's developing and uh, it gives them all that interaction and early education uh, that they need to go on to, you know, do well at school. Uh, but it's just so expensive. Um, so what Albo did uh, in the budget reply speech is to say that not only for the child's benefit, the family's benefit, but for the economic benefit, we're going to give families more assistance um, with childcare. So 97% of families under labour uh, will get will save between 600 to 3,000 uh, dollars no uh, on their childcare each year. No family will be worse off. But we see it as an economic policy as well because too often families are working on a Thursday and Friday uh, ends up being just to pay for the childcare. Uh, so we want to give families a bit more assistance there. And uh, we're out there today at uh, Casarina Childcare talking to families and catching up with the beautiful kids there. And Luke, um, look, I think we all agree, I know myself, when I had two kids in childcare at the same time, it's bloody expensive. You know, it's almost um, easier to, to stay home in terms of the cost rather than actually going back to work, but you need it uh, in a lot of ways for your mental health and, and to get back into life. But mate, how can we afford it? How is the country going to be able to afford to do this? Well, every report, and this is a conservative figure, um, every report uh, says that for every dollar you invest in kids going to early childhood education, you get $2 back in benefit to the economy. Uh, and that's a conservative figure. Um, so it is an investment in that the money that we will be uh, assisting families with by lifting the maximum childcare subsidy rate to 90%, uh, will have a benefit in the economy, will produce more productivity uh, by having um, you know, the parents working as well as the kids getting a good early childhood education. So we think it's a great economic uh, plan. But it's also, we're in a situation uh, now, Katie, in the last budget uh, where the federal government has spent an additional about $100 billion, or at least they've announced it. Part of the problem is they, they announce a lot, but then there's very little... Uh, delivery. Uh, we've done the sums on this. Uh, it will bring back $2 into the economy for every $1 spend. It's, uh, it's going to be a $6 billion um, spend. Um, so compare that to uh, the $100 billion that was in the government's um, uh, budget that's just brought, been brought down. We'll have a mid-year economic uh, outlook by the end of the year. And we'll see then how the economy's rebounding. Uh, but by next year um, and by the time the next federal election comes around, um, we're confident the economy will be coming back. We've got to make sure there's enough actual stimulatory effect in, in the economy. And that's what we'll continue to keep calling on the federal government to do so that people stay in their jobs and we can grow the economy and rebound back as strongly as possible. Luke, we are going to have to wrap up, but I do want to ask you very quickly, and we did talk to the Northern Territory Health Minister about this earlier this morning. Um, I know it's a bit outside of your um, your area, but um, we know the situation in Catherine at the moment with the GP services is something that's really got the residents of Catherine quite concerned. Um, they are looking at having an interim measure in place in the next few weeks. There's a bit of sort of uh, confusion about whose responsibility this is, um, but it does seem to me as though um, it is a situation where it is the federal government's realm. What do you think needs to be happening here? 
Oh, I think exactly what uh, Natasha Foles did last week, um, and we caught up with her in Canberra, and she uh, went and met with Greg Hunt, uh, who's the Federal Health Minister, and they talked about this issue, and I know that Catherine, local federal member, Warren Snowden, uh, has been talking to both uh, you know, the federal Labor side as well as the government um, about, a, about a longer-term solution to this, but also an immediate Solution. So um, I'm I'm not keen to um, uh, bag out the federal government too much until um, until they've had an opportunity to put in a solution. But we'll be asking them about it next week in Canberra again. Uh, and I know that Natasha Files is um, con- continuing to work on it. I do. Uh, my brother's working down in um, Catherine at the moment. Um, I really feel for people down there, and we're mm. doing everything we can from the opposition's perspective, to get a solution happening uh, with, the, with the primary health network. But at the end of the day, uh, we, we, wish, um, we wish people down there well and we'll keep pressuring the federal health uh, minister just to keep it top of his priority list um, yeah. amongst everything else that's going on so that we get a solution uh, sooner rather than later. Well, Luke Gosling, we are going to have to leave it there. Good to speak with you this morning. And, uh, and your tip, Prince of Iran, that's the one I think with the, uh, with the Central Australia connection. Yeah, we'll go to the Prince, put a bit each way and, <laughs> um, yeah, everyone have a great day. And, um, out you there too. at Berry Springs as well with the Crocs. You too, mate. Always good to catch up. Thanks for your time this morning. That was Luke Gosling there, Labor's member for Solomon.